the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yes, when people abandon God, the first thing that will happen is people will start hating one another. Welcome to Core Truth Radio, a radio ministry of Core Church Los Angeles with pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn. Pastor Steve will be teaching the Word of God with truth from the Bible. For more information, go to corechurchla.org. That's corechurchla.org. Now here's Pastor Steve with today's Core Truth. God's Word brings correction. It tells us how to get right, and God's Word trains us in righteousness. It tells us how to stay right. Here in the last days, people are not going to seek what is right. Does it look like that in our culture today? You know, those of you that are real young, you think, well, it's always been like this. Well, those of us that are a little older will tell you it's not always been like this. People are not going to seek what is right in this day and age because we've abandoned God. That's why we're told in 2 Timothy 4, 3, he says, for the time will come, talking about the end. The time will come where people will not endure sound doctrine. They're not going to want to listen to what the Bible has to say but they're going to want to have their ears tickled so they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and they will turn their ears away from the truth and they will turn aside to non-truths or myths. And we see that now. Where are people getting all their information? Oh, the internet. Oh, all these social media outlets. And so all of a sudden, if you say something enough times now, even though it's false and it's fake news. But if you say it enough times, then all of a sudden it's believed by everyone. Isn't that what's happened? All the media gets together. It's like they just keep saying the same thing, same thing, same thing. That's one of the biggest voices that dictate what people hear today. It's social media, which much of it, again, is fake news. I think in this election that we just saw how media banded together and directed many different ideologies to cause whatever narrative they wanted to be spoken as truth. Look where we are. Look what's happening right now. And it's just like, why are we listening to these people? Why is this happening? This is insane. You know, it's like, wow. Verse 6 and 7, Jesus goes on to say, you know, moving off of just the social craziness that we're seeing now, He says, there'll be wars among nations, famines, earthquakes. Well, there has been, you know, wars from the beginning of time, as you know, but they're increasing. We've seen the self-destruction of Syria, like a million people dying. You know, the whole country fell apart. Iran is back to developing their nuclear capabilities, enriching uranium at a full speed ahead. Again, China has risen into a superpower You know, they're claiming this whole South China Sea 
and they want to invade Taiwan. Now, again, the United States has a peace accord with Ukraine that will protect them. We've been given the military equipment to defend themselves against Russia. We are selling all of our F-16s and fighter jets and everything to Taiwan to help defend themselves against China. But, of course, you know... They couldn't stand against China, but we have made peace accords with both Ukraine and Taiwan to protect them, the United States standing behind them. But will we really, with this administration, protect them? And if Russia invades Ukraine and China invades Taiwan at the same time, we're not going to stand there against both of those countries. You can't. We couldn't. And so it's like, look what's happening around us. Oh, yeah, there's wars. Oh, no, it's a major power grab right now. And with the peace accords, again, now we have Israel that has made peace accords with many Arab nations that happened under the last administration. But now, again, Iran is a triple threat with their subject to terrorism and what have you. And here in America, it's hard to think of famine. He also mentions famine here because we're so blessed. Yet we still have massive famine in the world today. It's not happening necessarily here, but it's happening in many places around the world. According to Global Food Crisis Report, there are around 124 million people in 51 countries that face crisis food insecurity that requires urgent humanitarian action to save lives. That's up from 108 million people in 48 countries just a couple years ago. That means it's getting worse. It's crazy. It's crazy what's happening. We send new satellites into space. We have GPSs on our phone. And we can't, we can't feed people just with enough food to survive. It's not that food going to certain countries, doesn't, it, it, it doesn't get to the people because food is power. And so we'll send food to places and then the people there will take it and they'll use it as a power grab. But anyway, but moving on, Jesus also said there would be earthquakes. According to the United States Geological Survey, they keep track of all earthquakes around the world. They say there are 55 earthquakes a day around the world and 20,000 each year. We're averaging at least 16 of them a year with a magnitude of 7.0 or greater and at least one at a magnitude 8. Not counting volcanoes. You know, things are happening. Things are moving. Things in this world are shifting on the planet itself. Verse 9, Jesus said that people will be hated and killed for his name. Now, I have to say, at least in the United States, that was something that you didn't think would even be possible even just a couple years ago. You know, we've seen this around the world. We've seen it in Muslim-dominated countries where people are imprisoned and killed for their faith. You know, Iran, you know, claims 99% of their people are Muslim. Well, why? Because if you're not a Muslim, we will kill you, okay? So it's like, yeah, 99%, you know, claim to be a Muslim. But you wouldn't th- see it here in America. But now we're starting to see the trend. Have you not seen this? You know, we see the cancel culture through social media and the new progressive movement is turning on who? The true church. We saw it come out during COVID 
Why do these Christians want to meet in their church? I've had people tell me, wait, people are meeting in your church? Well, don't you care about everyone else? You Christians only care about yourselves? We're all going to die. You know, it's like, how come you're meeting? And now we're seeing a new push from the LGBTQ promoting transgenderism. And if you don't agree with it, you're racist. Yes, in America, this nation that was founded on the principles of God and the Bible, we're seeing a backlash from many against people of true faith. I have to say true faith because there's a lot of people that claim to be Christians and they're not. But people of true faith that stand up for what the Bible says, those that were called people living in sin, a sinful lifestyle, you know, Jesus said it like this in John 16, 2. But an hour is coming for everyone who kills you to think that he is offering a service to God. Because there's this wacky way of thinking now that, oh, you're a hater. You know, it's like you're not teaching a real Bible. Jesus is love. He's daisies and flowers. He loves everybody. You, though, you're a bigot and a racist, so you have to die. See, this is what's happening now, and they think that they're actually offering service to God as people claim, you know, oh, we just live by the golden rule. Uh, And they claim that, like, you know, I just live my life by the golden rule. I live my life by the Sermon on the Mount. Yeah, there's 112 verses in the Sermon on the Mount. That is one of them. What about the other 111 verses that Jesus establishes the law of God, even makes the Ten Commandments harder than what we originally think they were? Then he says, there's going to be many that come to me in that day in heaven and say, oh, Lord, didn't we do all these wonderful things in your name? He says, depart from me. I never knew you. Yeah, they forgot to read the rest of the Sermon on the Mount when they claimed that. We used to only see this in radical Islam, thinking that they're doing a service by killing infidels, you know, those who didn't embrace Islam. But now we're seeing it by those who come against us if we don't embrace and uplift homosexuality. We're seeing the same thing. Jesus said in verse 10, there will be a falling away. It's called an apostasy from God. It means a falling away. Yes, when people abandon God, the first thing that will happen is people will start hating one another. Are we not seeing that here today? It's like we have abandoned God. So what's the first fruit that comes from abandoning God? You start hating your fellow brother and sister. Yes, as people turn away from God, as we excommunicate God from our government and all our societies, as we remove God from our everyday culture, we see violence increase. Amazing. It's in our movies. More violence in video games. More drama on social media. More sin on TV. Do we really think by doing all these things that it's not going to affect our culture negativity? I mean, it's like, it's like, well, that's what's happening. That's why we have kids losing it. Just blaming guns is totally ignoring all the other issues that I just mentioned. It all started with the breakdown of the family. No fathers in the home. Mothers and fathers, you know, uh, divorcing. It's, a, you, know, uh, you know, mothers and fathers working and no one raising the kids. It's the fruit 
of a society, again, that abandons God. Verse 12 says, most people's love will grow cold. Isn't that an understatement? So we abandon God and most people's love will grow cold. I mean, that's what we're seeing. Nobody cares about anybody anymore. We're taking away laws now. You know, there was a guy that attacked police officers uh, in New York City. They arrested him, and he made major threats, attacked police. This is the same guy that tried to push an Asian person onto the uh, tracks of the subway there in New York. And they have a new law in New York that you can't hold them on bail anymore. So they arrested him. They took him in. They said, okay, here's your court date, and they let him out. Like, what? This guy's a menace to society. And it's like, you let him out? And even the judge said, there's nothing I can do. Because we passed a law here that you cannot keep him with bail anymore. Like, what's happened? And the guy said, I will blank you up as he walked out of court. Okay. We people don't seem to care anymore. Jesus said in verse 13, but the one who endures to the end, so not the end yet, you'll be saved. We're not to give up as believers. Because, you know, the Bible said like this, thanks a lot, Pastor. I just know that Monday morning, I'm just going to, when the alarm goes off, I'm going to pull the sheet over my head. (laughs) I'm not going outside. But that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to rise up in this time. Don't give up. God has called us. To be likes to shine. Now, you know, I'm just asking the question. How many of you are a little concerned about where culture's going right now? I mean, I'm serious. I'm just, okay. So that's most of you, okay? Me too. It's like, look what's happening. I mean, if it doesn't concern you, like, do you have antifreeze running through your veins? I mean, it's like, yeah, I never get hot and bothered, okay? Well, look, all of this is concerning to say the least, Now, if we as believers that have the hope of heaven and know we're going to heaven, like, what's the worst thing that can happen to us? We can die. That's it. There's Pastor Steve. He dropped dead. (laughs) Okay? It's like he's gone. Okay? That's the worst thing, right? I'm dropping dead. Okay? I'm in heaven. You know, just put me in a gunny sack. Bury me in the backyard here or something. You know, it's like I'm gone. I'm in heaven. You know, this body's just a carcass. But, But the point is, if we're concerned... How much is the person that has no hope of heaven? How much are they concerned? See, this is why we are to be a light that shines in these last days and difficult times. And when we do, as the gracious God tells us to do, and as we submit to his purpose and his plan, then we can play a huge part in these last days. See, God allowed us to live in this time. You think, man, what a sucky time to live. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, why can't I be back in the good old oldies but goodies days, you know, where Elvis is doing his sing and then the Beatles come in, you know, and it's just like all of that fun music. Why couldn't I live in that time? Well, it's not that that was a perfect time, but it was a lot better than it is now. Because when I was a kid growing up in the 60s, my parents never locked the front door. Never. It's like my parents left the keys in the car. I mean, if you did that here, like you didn't have to leave the keys in the car. They still steal it, you know. It's like it's just it was a different time. And it's not that it was perfect. You know, it's like, what was it, 1969 when Manson, Manson's followers, I should say, killed Sharon Tate just right up the road here. So, I mean, it's not like it was a perfect time. But, I mean, it was a million times better than it is now. 
Yes, God has allowed us to live in this time so that we could be used to bring the message of light to this really fallen place, that people could be forgiven, that they could find hope in the midst of this darkness, which brings up our quick point here, teaching the truth. Jesus said in verse 14, the gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world. So that's a sign of the last days that the gospel is going out around the globe as a testimony to all the nations and then the end will come. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation which was spoken through Daniel the prophet standing in the holy place, let the reader understand. Then those who are in Judea must flee to the mountains. Whoever is on the housetop must not go down and get the things that are in his house. Whoever is in the field must not turn back to get his cloak, but woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days. But pray that your flight will not be in the winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be a great tribulation, such as not occurred since the beginning of the world until now, nor ever will. Unless those days had been cut short, no life would have been saved. But for the sake of the elect, those days will be cut short. Then if anyone says to you, behold, here's the Christ, or or there he is, do not believe him. For false prophets will arise and show great signs and wonders, so as to mislead, if possible, even the very elect. Behold, I have told you in advance. So if they say to you, behold, he is in the wilderness, do not go out. Or behold, he is in the inner rooms, do not believe them. Talking about himself. For just as the lightning comes from the east and flashes even to the west, so will the coming of the Son of Man be. Oh, you'll know when Jesus comes back, the whole sky's going to light up and the sky's going to split in half. And we, who have already been raptured at that point, will come back with him. So he jumps into right into the tribulation period now. These are not the things that are going to be happening before the tribulation begins, but after the tribulation begins. So this preaching here will come after the rapture. This is where once the fullness of the Gentiles come in, and we're going to talk more about the rapture in a future study here, but this is where the rapture happens. The true believers are gone. Me and you, we're out of here. But this is where the 144,000 Jews, 12,000 from each of the 12 tribes of Israel, will become preaching machines as they preach the gospel around the world. And it's also nice to note that satellites, the internet, social media, TVs, radios are all avenues for the gospel to be preached today. So it's like you couldn't have said Jesus was coming back, you know, uh, you know, 100 years ago, 60 years ago. But now with all of this technology, the gospel is available to every single person on planet Earth, which has never been available before until the technology made it available. So Jesus said in verse 14, the whole world is going to be able to hear the life-changing message of the cross. And for those who can't, we're told in Revelation 14 that even angels will be preaching the gospel in the mid-heavens. So even the places that they don't have any way of social media or any way of watching, it's like angels will appear to them in the mid-heaven just like they appeared and told the shepherds that Jesus was born, right, and lit up the sky. Angels will be preaching the gospel. 
Verse 15 talks about the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet. We know in Revelation chapter 11 that the temple will be rebuilt on the temple mount. If you go to Israel now, you go to the temple mount, the temple's not there. But the Dome of the Rock is the second most holy place to the Muslim, and it's there. And the Bible says in the last days that the temple will be rebuilt on the temple mount, but not the outer court. So just the temple itself will be built, which is only like 45 feet wide and 90 feet long and three stories tall. So it's not that big. I mean, it would, it would fit inside of here, okay? And so the temple will be built next to the Dome of the Rock because it says the outer court was given to the Gentiles. So if you go to Israel today, the Orthodox Jews that have not embraced Jesus as their Savior, their hope is on rebuilding that temple. They already have the red heifer ready to start sacrifices again. So they are wanting that temple rebuilt. And so it will be rebuilt. The Antichrist will help make that happen as he builds a peace accord with the Israelis and the Muslim nations, which we already see that happening. There's already multiple Muslim nations that are making peace accords with Israel, including Saudi Arabia. So verse 16 to 20 says... When you see these things happen, though, what's the abomination of desolation? The temple is rebuilt. When does that happen? Well, it starts happening as soon as the Antichrist comes into power, right after the rapture of the church. It takes time to build the temple. Then the Antichrist, once it's built, will walk into the temple and claim to be God, and you'll worship him and him only. That's the abomination of desolation. God says, man, when you see that happen, man, you better run for the hills. Don't go home and grab anything, head for the hills. That's at the three and a half year mark, 1260 days into the tribulation period. This again happens at the midway point. This is where God's personal wrath now hits and it'll be worse than anything that has ever happened on planet earth. Worse than the flood in Noah's day. Verse 22, it says, unless God shortened that time, not one person would live through it. And don't think Jesus is anywhere when all that's happening. You see miracles happen because the Bible says that the Antichrist and the false prophet will be able to pull fire down from heaven and do many miracles. Didn't he do miracles before? Remember when Moses, you know, went into Egypt to tell Pharaoh to let his people go? Let God's people go. And he says, yeah, show me a sign. So he took the staff and threw it on the ground. It turned into a serpent. Then the magicians came in and threw their staffs on the ground. They turned into serpents too. How did that happen? How can a man cause a stick to turn into serpents? Because Satan has power. Didn't have any power like God's got power, but he can do things. He can pull fire down from heaven. He can do that kind of stuff. And of course, that will happen. So Jesus says, don't think that that's Jesus because you see these false prophets pulling fire down from heaven and all kinds of miracles. The only time Jesus is going to come back is at the end of the tribulation period. The sky will split in half and we will be with him. Yes, crazy things are going to happen here. And we're seeing the beginning of the birth pains right now. Jesus will not return until the end of the tribulation period. When the rapture happens, he meets us in the sky. But until then, we have this opportunity that we can use every single day to bring light into this dark world about the glorious God. And we can let them know that, boy, this is happening. All these things that you see, Jesus said this was going to happen at the end. 
And we need to give that hope to people and, and, and at least share with them, look, everyone's got their own free will. They can look at you and say, you are a crazy person. Because look, there's crazy people out there, right? I mean, I've had, you know, women come up and start, you know, babbling about something and crazy people, men come up to me, you know, homeless people, you know, like, you are a crazy person, okay? And people will look at Christians and say, you're crazy, you know, you're nuts. And so that's their choice. But here's the thing. The people that have an open mind, God will speak to them. And God will let many come to know him in this time. So our job isn't to force someone to be a Christian. Be a Christian or we will kill you. No, we just share the message. That's all God's asked us to do. You're not asked to go lead people to Christ. You're just asked to share the message. That's it. And then as you're sharing the message, the more you share it, someone will say, I want Jesus. Isn't that what you did? That's what I did. Amen. Thanks for joining us for Core Truth Radio. You've been listening to pastor and Bible teacher Steve Wilburn of Core Church Los Angeles. If you'd like to hear more messages by Pastor Steve, download the Core Church Los Angeles free app. Core Truth is sponsored by and is a listener-supported outreach of Core Church LA. If you've been blessed by this program, consider supporting our radio ministry by texting Core Church LA all one word to 77977. You can also give via our app and online at corechurchla.org. Or you can mail your support to P.O. Box 34789, Los Angeles, California, 90034. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.